You're listening to the Aligned Action Podcast, the show that helps baffled beginners and even experienced entrepreneurs set intentions, attract ideal clients, and make meaning and money using real-life examples, an interactive teaching style, and in-episode experiences. I'm your host, Chantelle, an educator-turned-web designer and aligned business mentor at Clear Quartz Creative. Together, we'll get past your playing small patterns and transform your all-over-the-place ideas into exciting possibilities so you can get the clarity you want, have the alignment you need, and embody the steps to grow your business your way. So take a deep breath, settle in with intention, and let's get into today's episode. If you listened to last week's episode, you already understand what brand voice is. Bonus, you've already done a lot of the introspection work that it takes to create a brand voice for yourself in your business. Now, you might have been tempted to Google between last week's episode and now and not wait for this episode to come out. If so, if you did Google brand voice to learn more about it, you likely came across lists upon lists of brand voice adjectives. Either that or you didn't Google, but now you're thinking, huh, now that you mention it, a list of adjectives sounds really helpful. And it is is when used correctly. Today's episode is all about the do's and don'ts of using brand voice adjectives lists, all about the ways that you can use them to your advantage, plus the ways that you can avoid non-alignment. A list of brand voice adjectives is just as it sounds. It's a long list of words that describe potential ways for a brand's persona to sound. You know that you're looking at a brand voice adjectives list by the headline, like 80 adjectives for your brand or 100 brand adjectives to create your authentic voice that sort of thing. You can find them very easily on Pinterest and on Google, probably on Instagram too, though they might be a little harder to search there. There are so many out there that I'm not going to be repetitive. I'm not going to write one of my own because the internet does not need another search result from me on this topic. Instead, I'll teach you how to use lists that are already out there in the universe, very easily Googleable. Following these do's and don'ts is going to make your task of choosing descriptors for your brand voice a lot easier. I expect that you'll use these tips and some lists that you found online to make your own shortlist of brand adjectives that describe your own custom brand voice, just meaning the personality of what your brand sounds like. In the list of do's, do read a list for inspiration. It's absolutely okay to consult a list. Don't feel like you need to meditate on these until you come up with your own list of adjectives. It's definitely okay to read a list and see which ones feel right. A combination approach is going to work well for most people, so let yourself use a list before or after brainstorming on your own for a few minutes. I like to think that a balanced approach of inner and outer inspiration is what works best. Do look over your most successful content, copy, and communication, and then try to derive your own adjectives from how those feel. A lot of success in business is building upon the success of what's already worked for you in the past. Doing more of what works is, on balance, easier than finding new things that work, if that makes sense. Looking to your most popular content or the highest converting page on your website, you can check Google Analytics to find that out. That kind of content is going to give you some great insight into the voice that you've now naturally been writing in for your brand. So when you read over that content, you can then try to describe it using adjectives and make note of those because you're going to use them later when you're compiling. Do consider your ideal client, your mission, your vision, your values, all the things your brand voice should align with all of those. A mismatch is not going to be good because your ideal client is the person that you're communicating with. Think of your tone as a way of validating their experience. 
it is going to feel like the confirmation that they're in the right place, or it's going to feel like a nudge that you're not the right person for them. But you want your tone to connect with your people and you want it to repel the people who are not your people. So it's always important whenever you're communicating to consider your audience. And that's especially true here. Same goes for your mission, vision, and values. Your voice is a confirmation of your values. It's not a separate entity. It should definitely match. So make sure that the brand adjectives list that you're writing for yourself aligns with your values, mission, and vision. Do consider emotions and feelings as you craft your list. Your adjectives should reflect how you feel about interacting with your clients and your audience. It should also reflect how they feel about interacting with you. You're communicating all sorts of things in your business, like facts, information, details, benefits, features. Underlying all of those things is emotion because it's how we relate to one another. I'm sure you've heard the expression about um, it's not what you said that people remember, it's how you made them feel. It's, it's close to that, the expression, I think. <laughs> when you're writing your own list of brand adjectives, think about how each word feels on its own. And then also think about how the group of adjectives feels together as they fit together as one cohesive group. It's worth investing your energy in because it's important to get it right. You can even think once you have the group of adjectives, like your shortlist of your own brand voice adjectives, you can think about if you were introduced to a character in a book or a character in a movie with this list of traits, how would you feel about them? You want to check that that emotional side of things is in alignment with you. Do ask trusted clients for help with market research. Maybe three clients max, otherwise the opinions might get a little overwhelming. It is always a good idea to consult the people that your work is closest to though. You can ask them for some adjectives that they would use to describe how your brand sounds. Also, another alternative to that is that you could show them your list of adjectives and you can get their feedback, whichever one feels best for you. Do compare your future writing to your short list of brand voice adjectives. Once you have your list, stay on brand. Make sure that the writing and communication that goes out from your brand matches this tone of voice now and in the future. Do share your list with anyone else who's writing or communicating for you on your behalf. Giving guidelines and setting those limits, that's a kindness to everyone involved. It makes it a lot easier for that person to write for you and it helps the person on the other end, the person who's receiving that communication, it helps them feel more valued. This is really a win-win situation. We've reached the end of the dues. I hope those were helpful. If you have questions about any of those, you can absolutely reach out anytime. I am the real person behind my DMs on Instagram. I process my own inbox. So when you reach out to me, you're truly getting a response from me. If you're feeling really proud of the brand adjectives that you've chosen for yourself and you just want someone to be excited with you, I would be delighted to be that person. And now on to the second portion of this episode, we're going to talk now about the don'ts, what you shouldn't do when you are using brand voice adjectives lists and when you're making your own. Don't accidentally make a list of 20 plus. That's too many. There comes a point when adding too much description, it just becomes counterintuitive. A longer list is going to be harder for you to follow as you start writing again for your brand. And if you have to check off like on your checklist, like, okay, I was this, I was this like 15 times for each small piece of writing, it's going to feel really overwhelming and unattainable. And then in general, you're not going to follow through. Challenge yourself to pare the list down until you have maybe between four and 
six, any more than six, and it's getting a little bit unwieldy. Don't get stuck on five words that mean the same thing. They should match, but if each word is truly a synonym of all the others, that is more indicative of a category rather than a set of five words that should be on your list. So rather than including all five words that convey the same thing, choose one to act as an umbrella for the rest and challenge yourself to find a few other descriptors for your brand voice. Related to that last don't, don't choose conflicting words either or words that are on opposite ends of a spectrum, like calm and energizing. That would be setting yourself up for failure. We're not going to do that. Check your adjectives list for potential conflicts before you decide that that's your your good copy. Will it be difficult to sound like any two of these brand adjectives at once? If so, your list might still need to be edited. You're going to revise until you feel like you have a list that complements each other. That's going to lead to more alignment. Don't ask everyone for their opinion on what your brand voice adjectives should be. I suggested in the do's that it's okay to ask a select few clients. I wouldn't ask more than that. And I especially wouldn't ask people who don't match your target client profile. Your brand voice, it's designed to resonate with a specific subset of people, a smaller group, which means it's not going to resonate with everyone else. And if you start bringing in opinions from people who aren't your ideal client, if you start gathering too many opinions, you're going to feel conflicted. So once you've narrowed down that list of adjectives and you have your list of four to six, couple more don'ts. Don't share your pared down list directly with your audience unless you're writing a post that's about brand voice, like if you're a copywriter, for example, or a web designer. You are going to show rather than tell. Rather than tell your audience, my brand voice is uplifting, bold, and powerful. Instead, you're going to show them that in the words that you choose and how you speak. So for someone who has that brand adjective shortlist, I am imagining maybe some short sentences, short headlines, strong, positive words, words, that would be a voice that would convey those brand voice adjectives. How you express your adjectives in your brand voice, it's going to be unique to you. That's the way that it should be. But you want to imagine your brand voice as something that's inward facing. It's for you. It's for your team. And then the outer experience of your brand voice is going to be felt without them knowing what the exact adjectives are behind it. It's more of a feeling. Don't be so overt in following your adjectives that you take attention away from your brand's main messages. The thing that should be most clear first and foremost is the key benefits of your services and your products. There is a danger in brand voice of getting too cutesy, getting too funny, getting too spiritual, where it crosses a line into something that feels more confusing or can even feel really pretentious. You've probably noticed that in some marketing, it just starts to feel like too much, like when it's very voicey in every second sentence, uh, it just gets to be a little much. You'll want to monitor your writing to make sure that you're voicey but not overly so. Well-placed elements of your brand's voice and language is going to have a better effect when they're applied minimally rather than in your face over the top. Don't forget to match your visuals to your voice. Keep your brand adjectives in mind as you're choosing other things like when you're choosing stock photos, when you are deciding on brand fonts, when you're choosing your colors. Alignment here between your brand voice and those other branding elements, it's going to increase trust, increase your brand's reputation, help you to create that positive relationship that you want 
want with your ideal clients. And that's it. You are hopefully feeling empowered to write your own list of brand adjectives based on the do's and don'ts that we talked about in this episode. Very important to trust yourself. Remember that you are the authority of your brand. You get to decide which adjectives best represent your brand to the world. Remember that this episode is one tiny pixel worth of information, whereas the better your brand voice issue a facet is the complete picture. And if you want the overarching start to finish journey, if you want to deep dive into this one facet of business, order the single issue or become a subscriber and receive the better your brand voice issue in the mailbox. Thank you for listening to the Aligned Action Podcast. I hope this episode has helped you take the first step to turn your ideas and insights into income. For one-on-one guidance and done-for-you solutions, visit clearquartzcreative.co to see how we can work together. If you loved this episode, please take a moment to rate and review the show. Each review helps me to help more entrepreneurs like you dig deeper and get crystal clear. Until next week, remember, you're a gem. Every intention you set and every action you take is an expression of being the brilliant business owner you already are.